0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Sour and Sass. I am super excited to be joined by Masha Petrova of Altium. Welcome to the show, Masha. Hello, hello. So It's uh, exciting to be here. Well, we're excited to have you. Um, As we were offline, I was trying to learn a little bit about Altium's world, which is essentially PCB software. So for everyone here, maybe like me, who doesn't know what that is, can you explain what PCB softwares?
1: Yeah, I I love your question. Like, what the heck is a PCB? (laughs) Great question. So PCB stands for printed circuit boards. And it's those little things that you find if you break down, take apart any computer, electronic toy, your phone, anything that has electronics in it, right? love a mechanical crank, but there is some some sort of electronics involved. You'll see that printed circuit board. And somehow, some, some engineer somewhere had to design it out, which is not a Easy thing to do. And so we make software, develop software that helps you design, helps engineers design those printed circuit boards. So our customers are engineers,
0: electrical engineers,
1: mechanical engineers. I love
0: that. I love that. My uh my grandpa actually he did milling. So back before we did 3D modeling on the circuit boards, he built the molds, and then my grandmother actually worked for a separate company where she connected all the wires like in an assembly line to uh-huh. the board. No already way.
1: Been built. So crazy. Oh, that's
0: awesome. Yeah. It's a great Crazy story. <laughs> so now I've had a couple technical clients in my day. And one of them was a company called Total Phase. And they had like products and like Aardvarks. And like it was very selling also electrical engineers, but theirs was um, to get the voltage right, I think. So they would test this like the strength of electricity. Uh huh. Boring, difficult industry. Now you're doing some <laughs> stuff that's really cool. So can you maybe walk us through how you're trying to take something boring like marketing, <laughs> PCB, like circuit board and <laughs> and then making it not suck in an industry where sucking is the norm. Because that's the hardest part is like yeah. when you show up, right, Masha, like the boards used to kind of frankly boring marketing. The competitors all do boring, boring marketing. Thing. Now yes. here's Masha who wants to make it exciting. What was that <laughs> process like? Like, what was that journey?
1: Uh, I love that description. Um yeah. So I am, luckily I'm an engineer by, I guess, background. So I've got yeah. um, my bachelor's as mechanical engineering and PhD is in aerospace engineering. So I guess I don't find it boring and that probably helps. Sure. <laughs> uh, but at the same time I get like the normal human beings also. And so I understand how a normal human being looking at PCB boards could go like, wow, how the heck do you market that? Right. Yeah. And yeah. so Um, I think being an engineer helped me figure out like, what's the story, right? Our customers are really exciting. It's aerospace companies. It's, uh, you know, uh, autonomous vehicle companies, it's drone companies. It's like the future of technology really are all of our customers. So, I mean, there's gotta be exciting stories there. And so pivoting to that, to our customers and kind of searching for stories there, uh, is, I guess, how you would make it exciting, making it about them, making it about our customers
0: um, and their stories. Well, stories is a big part. So like, I know when you say the word stories, like a lot of people think they're doing stories, but they're really just have someone talk. And someone talking (laughs) isn't the same as telling a story. So how have you been able to And a lot of people are in these technical spaces. They go with motion graphics, right? I was in prepping for this interview. I'm looking at your YouTube channel and it's all human. It's all this, like, you're trying to build emotion. There's a lot of empathy. There's a lot of, like, I can see another person. I can recognize their struggle in my own struggle. And you've done this so powerful and tell their stories. What's the key in your mind to telling a good story, especially to a technical audience?
1: Yeah. Great question too. So, you know, it should probably have like beginning, middle and an end. (laughs) <laughs> um, and it should probably elicit some kind of emotion, hopefully positive. So some people like, you know, Apple, for example, they do stories, they do videos that are, the emotions are not necessarily positive. A lot of times you would cry if you watch some of their stuff, right? Yeah. Um, it's not my thing. I just, I prefer to laugh. So, or, you know, have some, or learn something. So the stories yeah. that we've put together is, you know, it elicits some sort of an emotional response, especially, so most of our audience, I think we looked at, YouTube statistics the other day, 90% or like 92% are males um, who are, are watching our channels and following our stuff because like it's, it's just our audience, right? Um, and so if we if we can kind of elicit the emotion of interest, curiosity, uh, but also maybe laugh every once in a while, um, that's kind of what the feeling we're going for. I know that the interesting thing is when I came, so I've been with Altium for a year and a half now, I've been sure. in like engineering software world for since graduate school so for a long time i'm not gonna tell you how many years really? <laughs> that's right yeah. um and so when i came to altium like we really didn't have a whole lot of humans in our marketing on the website or in just in our marcom uh there yeah. were not humans present there's a lot of uh there's a lot of... Which is pretty
0: normal, by the way, in technical marketing. A lot of these, like, in these technical fields, they're, yes. like, devoid of humanity, yet every one of their customers, I just want to sound crazy to all our technical friends out there, are real people that look like you and I. Right. Yet, and
1: explaining the people. Like, exactly. And humanity, humanity, and I don't know if it's an engineering thing or what, because the, the stereotype of engineer, it does exist, and it, it is true. You know, I've lived it for a long time. Yeah. Um, it's the like the humanity of things and, and feelings are not really a good thing to really talk. Like, it's not a thing at all. You just don't talk yeah. about it. It's just not there, right? And so when they, it, when you come in and try to explain marketing to this kind of audience and say, well, we got to elicit feelings. And it's, you know, it's like almost you're talking a different language. It's like you're you're an alien or something. <laughs> and sure, so... It. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah, so when I came uh, to on board with Altium, you know, Altium is interesting because our marketing is very distributed. We don't have a marketing department. So like product marketing is is done in the R&D side of things. I can't really do much with the website, for example, and I'm, you know, the head of brand for the company. So I was trying to find projects that I can, you know, what can I do and how can I contribute as head of brand when I can't control a lot of things, right? And I think a lot of marketers come in and find themselves in that kind of a situation.
0: hundred percent, yeah
1: um and so one of the things i noticed that we didn't have many humans in our in our marcom and we didn't our latest customer success story was like i want to say five years old or seven years old on the website they were old and we have awesome customers so i looked around i'm like okay our our product is awesome the software is really good and then our customers are amazing like just think of every tech company that you can imagine from apple to tesla to you know spacex to toyota to whatever they're a customer so I thought, like, why are we not focusing on them? Why are not we're not telling their stories? And so that's how Ultim Stories was born. I love
0: that. Now, before I get to more, because I have a lot to unpack there, it's sour time. But this oh, is God. sour and sass, Marshaw. So. Okay, <laughs> okay are so you ready?
1: Sh- should I tell my story?
0: So, yeah, so when tell them you... about your story. Let them know what you were what we're working with over here.
1: Okay, so I grew up in, in Russia in the Soviet Union. And when I was growing up, there wasn't like much food or really much of anything, right? Yeah, so yeah. as a kid, you know, when we wanted dessert and there was no really dessert, um, and one of our treats that we would eat is lemon. So this is what I've prepared for you today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is All lemon right. dipped in sugar. Yes. All <laughs> so right. I only have brown sugar because I don't have sugar in my house. And this is what was left over from like the Christmas cookies with my kids. Um, so, okay, ready? I haven't had this for, also I'm not going to, let's say three years. Three, three years. years.
0: <laughs> okay, and wait,
1: and what, what are you eating? Wait, wait, what are you
0: eating? What is that? I have a warhead. A warhead. Okay. All the chemicals the world has ever made, they've managed to fit in a penny size candy. And so we're, gotcha. we're, we're taking opposite routes here. Ready?
1: Wait, wait, uh, okay. Okay. okay, hold on. I just,
0: oh, okay. Yeah, you go for it. Sour ass. Oh my gosh.
1: Okay, I literally just pictured myself back in our little apartment in Moscow.
0: Oh my god. That gosh. was like
1: that was like a throwback. Wow. <laughs> live
0: show and time travel in one That's spot. Right, all at once. <laughs> so nice. if we travel back in time, uh-huh. Marketers used to be a lot better at telling stories. It was a part of marketing. We were expected, like I know it sounds crazy, but now the world we live in, the creative is less important than the technical, the setup, the bidding, the strat, like the everything else seems to dominate marketing today where like brand and creative is somehow put on the pedestal and we improve our campaigns. Yeah. Not by telling better stories, but somehow trying to change our bid adjustment, lower our CPC and do all this other technical performance marketing. And creative is like on the back burner. Yeah. So you obviously embrace stories. So for everyone listening and watching, is there a place where we can learn how to tell better stories? Like, I actually think you say like a story's beginning, middle, end. I don't even think people know that. Like straight up, I think most marketers today are lost on creative and storytelling. How can we learn? What, what do we need to do? How did you learn? How can we, how can we level up there?
1: Yeah. You know, it's, it's so interesting right now. There's such a vomit of information. I don't know how else to say it. It's literally like there's just, 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 yeah, right? It's like that, uh, that story where I stick, uh, throw enough, what is it, dirty socks or spaghetti on the wall and something will stick. Literally, yep. I feel that's like what marketing is for the most part, you know? <laughs> just no, about really crap. And then, yep. sorry, am I allowed to say that? Or is that, oh, that? Yeah, that. No,
0: you're
1: <laughs> Dump it all out there and then something will stick, right? And I hate that. I just have a natural repulsion towards that. I feel like quality is really the way to go. And just doing less but doing higher quality typically works better or it's just it's just my thing Mm -hmm. i I, I like oh no you're (laughs) right (laughs) might be wrong um and so as far as storytelling i think surrounding yourself with people who are much better than you so my team my creative team is incredible over at altium i've been lucky that my my boss supported uh, bringing together like we have a mini agency mini creative agency essentially the people that work for me are much more experienced <laughs> they tell me all the time like i, I come up with an idea oh i have a great idea let's do this and they're like yeah no <laughs> that's not gonna work so i've got an amazing copyright an amazing um creative director um our head of pr they all have experience in agencies and so they ground me and they tell me what's gonna work what's not gonna work right <clears throat> and i think learning from them and just throughout my previous jobs as well, you know, either I've hired people who were better than me that I could learn from, or I would find people throughout the organization that were good at telling yeah. stories or were good at talking to customers, right? Like you can learn from anybody. You can, so I used to, um, at a com- yeah. I used to be at a company called Ansys, which is like the leader of uh, engineering software. Huh. Exciting. If you've never yeah. heard of them, I wouldn't be surprised, but they are the, in that space, engineers know who they are.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so they're like a billion dollar company and they had an amazing sales team. And the salespeople were really good at building relationships with customers. And I was lucky that they let me like tag along to customer meetings and I would watch them. I would watch them ask questions of the customers. I would watch them, you know, give presentations and talk to customers and like, you know, there was a hook cause customers kept coming back and they had a relationship with them. So you can like learn from anywhere, FAEs. So in our world, we have these people called FAEs, uh, field application engineers, which are also engineers that support customers. And they also have to have a relationship with customers because, you know, they're solving problems for them. So finding good ones, the ones that seem to build really strong relationships and just learning from them, watching them, um,
0: yeah. is, is what I kind of, I guess, recommend It's worked for me. Right. I love that. I think, no, a hundred percent. Like, I think one of the coolest things marketers can do today, especially in like a, I'd say like just a different world in the sense that like going to a customer site isn't the same anymore. Right you can watch it on gong. You can see the recording, right? There's technology that allows you to peer inside the sales organ and hear what your customers really care about. Like when does their, does their emotion change? And then if we can take that information, apply it to our marketing campaigns, now all of a sudden we can tell stories that matter. Yeah. Now, yeah, exactly. You talk about not getting access to the website. And I think that's something a lot of the enterprise marketers of this world, like we do all the SEO for Allstate uh-huh. and we've never had access to the website right? Like, uh-huh. so it's like very normal where you're like doing things proxy, like through another group or don't even have access to a group.
1: Yeah. So Lead by influence. That's right. I mean, it's not, yeah, it's yeah. literally is lead by. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, and you wanted to tell stories. So it looks like you went to YouTube. What have you learned about YouTube, especially for an audience that people would maybe be like, oh, engineers, they don't use you. Like, you know what I mean? Like kind of like YouTube really isn't that like for kids and millennials? Like we yeah. have old engineers, like what's up with that? Like, what's your take on that? And like, how have you seen that work?
1: Yeah. And that's changing again, by the way, now we're moving to TikTok and whatever, where it's just like people's attention spans. Like what's going to happen in 10 years? Like literally, I, I I mean, people won't be able to focus on anything, but anyway, so YouTube way well, yeah, We went to YouTube because we wanted a way to measure the effectiveness of this particular campaign. So our, Our channel is called Altium Stories, and that was launched completely from scratch. And the cool thing about it is just to give you like to give the audience some statistics. We went from zero videos, whatever. I mean, the channel was launched from scratch uh, to I think we're at like 14,000 subscribers in a year and two months, something like that. Whereas our main YouTube channel for Altium which is a lot of like how-to videos, how you troubleshoot, like how do you you know use this feature of the software, sometimes interviews, but very like standard interviews over experts. Uh, Been around for, I think, 13 or 14 years, same number of subscribers. So we just reached the same number of subscribers in the year and a half that this traditional channel did in 14 years. So kind of big deal, right? And um, I think a lot of it has to do with you know, we're telling stories to a larger audience. So it's like anybody interested in technology at all is could be interested in the channel. And so well,
0: in technology needs essentially switch like needs boards that work, right? Like in simplest form. Uh, what, what do you mean? So it could be a buyer. Like anyone who uses technology could be a buyer because everything's still powered by the software that you Exactly.
1: Right. Exactly. These are all our customers. And we did find the, uh, you know, we did things like product placement, which is not standard in my in- industry at all. It's like there's either a customer testimonials where a poor, poor customer has to say, oh, and I love the software, blah, 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 because it, yeah. you know, increased my efficiency by whatever.
0: It's either that. It's still staged, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or I don't know, some, you know, c- contrived like, marketing video that engineers hate because it's just so detached from what they do, right? It is like not much in between. So I think we've managed to get something that's in between that uh, you know, a VP might watch, that a CEO might watch uh, of a company that has anything to do again with technology. And so <clears throat> what we learned, I think what I learned is that my intuition is not as great as I thought so there's like videos that we would make that I thought would just go viral, right? Yeah, because yeah, I mean, we've been pretty successful as far as the channel is concerned. And this is, I'm not, my background is not on YouTube at all. This is the first time doing a YouTube project. And uh, we just did a video, for example, with kids. It's called All Team Stories Kids Edition. It's like five minutes long, super cute kids, opening toys and talking about like where they think the PCB board or the PCB is and like what it does. Cute! Yeah. And I thought yeah. that Once this hits a YouTube, like, psh, we're gonna be like winning awards. We're gonna be viral, right? And that video is just not doing nearly as well as some of our other videos. Um, and I'm like, that's
0: the 92% male, right?
1: Like the 92% male Maybe. Of kids. Wow. Maybe, yeah. We might have. We should have done dogs or something. I, I don't know.
0: Because <laughs> if it was like boat, if it was like how PCB boards worked in like the America's Cup. Then all of a sudden, these engineer guys are like, "Wow, it helps with sailboats go faster. That's great, right?" So, I might even pick up a career in marketing. (laughs)
1: That's right. Don't you love it? Do you ever get this? I don't know. Like, you work with clients, right? Do you ever get clients that like have no marketing background? Right. A lot of technical people like to do this, where they go, "You know, I'm actually a marketer at heart. I just didn't want to do it because I preferred engineering because it's harder. But really, like, I'm a marketer." And you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like I made a video the other day because I'm just such a marketer and like, I just get colors, you know? And so let me tell
0: you, let me tell you how to do your job. (laughs) Well, it doesn't work vice versa, right? Like we don't necessarily tell the engineers how to program. And so exactly. But I think there's something interesting about what you said there, which is on this YouTube channel, telling stories that are authentic. Now, What I find cool about this whole thing is how the heck you got the money for it. So what I mean by that is to tell, the reason the other YouTube channel doesn't do as well is because the videos probably don't have as much production, thought, and work that goes into the experience. I know what those YouTube channels are. They're like, hey, we had Fred from accounting essentially do a video. Let's throw it (laughs) up there, Fred's like paper, right? Fred's just a boring guy who's just paper. Like, well, when we use the PCB boards, And here's how to do, and obviously it doesn't work. So you had to somehow convince the board to get more funding so that you could do this project and you've been able to keep the funding. So at first I want to ask you is how did you get the money? And then how are you (laughs) keep getting the money for a creative venture? Like how are you proving its value? And then how did you get it initially?
1: Yeah. Oh, very poignant question. I love it. So I was very lucky that my boss, uh, the person I report report to, so at the time when he hired me, was the COO of the company. He has a very strong marketing background and he has a very strong engineering background as well. So he gets product. So he's not pure marketing. So, you know, engineers respect him. Uh, And at the same time, he gets marketing. And that's for the first time I think ever in my career that I had a boss who like got marketing and done marketing in the past so he understands how hard it is and <clears throat> he also understands the value of brand and so initially the support for the project came from him okay. and so uh because of that I was able to hire a creative team it's small and by the way that channel doesn't cost as much
0: as it looks like it does we were actually pretty frugal yeah. with the way we've done it you <laughs> had a champion right so that's a big part of what you're saying right you had an internal champion that had the respect of the other engineers due to their background and understood your craft so they created a bridge for you to get yeah. that initial approval
1: that's number one without yeah. that i honestly don't know how you'd pull something like that off i was never able to do something like that in my previous job. yeah yeah so so number one you but that's not enough too right because yeah. like you said you know then you have to kind of build so you then you have to do internal marketing so essentially yeah. we do we have an internal marketing for our company campaign <laughs> and then we have external marketing which is you know to everybody else, <clears throat> and so for internal marketing, like that kids uh, video that we did, yeah. we knew that, for example, internally there was an initiative to do more educational type stuff, and internally that was support for doing more educational type things. So we knew that if we were to put something like that together, it's probably going to go over really that. well. We also yeah. need the kids from our employees. So we were able to kind of like push it with HR and HR was all excited about yep. it because they're like, oh, yep. you know, so this is what how excited these kids are. You know, they're from our employees. So I think watching the this is going to sound I can't believe I've become so political, you know, being Russian, right. I used to like hate politics. I used to just think like you should say what you think. Yeah, no, don't do that.
0: There's a word <laughs> here, does it?
1: That's right. So, what's in the politics in your company yeah. and just seeing what are the trends? What, you know, like what's the board supporting? Like what's it, like diversity is a big thing in, in lots of companies now, right? You know, can you do something on the diversity front? Um, but honestly, it's just the videos have been such high quality production and we have if you look at the comments under those videos on Altium Stories on YouTube, <clears throat> the comments are like this is the best thing since sliced bread. We're so excited Altium is doing this. I came here yeah. from a YouTube ad for the first time in my life, and it's amazing. So- I saw
0: those comments. People truly love the videos. But yeah. As you know, you can't show a screenshot of how many upvotes you got to the board and be like, I want another quarter million to do more videos. So right. what are you doing to bridge the gap from, holy crap, these videos are a success in YouTube, to we need to keep paying for this because it affects Altium's EBITDA. Or what, you know what I'm saying? Like to, to bridge that like connection that you need, right. To keep getting the funding. How how are you all telling that internal story? Because I think that's the part where this dies. What I mean by that is someone like you comes along. She's talented. She has an internal champion. She's got the like ability to execute and you guys go, but then you lose that momentum. The people kind of, maybe you have a bad quarter due to other reasons. And it's like the budget whittles away, the support whittles away and you never get the success y'all got. So is there a key to like how you keep getting the money and how you can keep investing it and keep making it bigger? Yeah. So I think
1: we're not asking for more. That's number one. We're, we're, it's not like we're growing the budget. The budget kind like of okay. was the way we set it is what we're going with. And the pandemic actually kind of halted all the film filming. For a while. Yeah. So for six or seven months we couldn't film anybody. And so that's the question is how do you keep this going, right? So during yeah. the pandemic, like I just everything went crazy. Um, and we couldn't film anything. And so we thought, like, what are we gonna do? And it there was a chance that the channel was gonna die. It's just gonna be like one of those many, many marketing initiatives that just dies after a while. There's lots of excitement in the beginning, great ideas from everybody, and then it just kinda fizzles out. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> you know, we got as a team, we got together and I was like, Let's any ideas i'll take any ideas what do we do also what was interesting right before the pandemic we did a youtube uh video on the channel it was our number one most successful video that we got pushed back from the board uh that said like they said like i we just really don't get we don't have a lot of markers actually we don't have any marketers on the board <laughs> yeah. and they're like we don't understand why you're doing the story the story was the hacker story so it was oh, a, I saw that one. yeah yeah the joe Grant's story of a hacker and it's yeah. the most popular by far. Like, I mean, if you see how many comments are on that video, it's crazy. Like in our industry, videos
0: do not get that many comments. And this ever. is about the hacker who's trying to hack like the San Francisco parking meters and y'all That's told right. their story, right?
1: That's right. And the thing is the guy is just super charismatic, super interesting. He's got an interesting, interesting story, but he's also an influencer, right? So one of the reasons why the story took off is that he pushed it his, to his audience, right? And it was just a really cool story. But the, the board didn't get it, right? And they're like, how come he doesn't say that he uses our software and much how much he likes it and how much it improved his hacking, you know, like or saved them like thousands of dollars. Where's the so, right. So my boss came to me and he's like, you could figure out how to fix it, like because we, you know. And then the pandemic hit. And so I was kind of thinking about that already. And we thought, you know what? What if we did like a second playlist? You know how on YouTube you could do playlists? Yeah, yeah, We did a second playlist and we called it uh behind the stories. And we would do shorter videos and we take all the footage because we did tape like testimonial type things when we were filming, when we yeah. would ask, like, to look, talk us through your the PCB, through the board. Like, how did you design it? How did you use Altium, our software, to do it? And so we took that back footage that we have just sitting there anyway, and we just did little, you know, one to two minute videos. We and repurposed it, it, essentially. Repurpose it, straight up testimonial. And we call it behind the stories and they're still interesting, but they're, it's a testimonial about the software, right? <clears throat> and so we were going to do that for the for the hacker story because just to show the board like, hey, look, no, he actually says he uses our software yeah. and he loves it. Um, but then we thought, hey, we can't film anything. It's the pandemic. Let's do that for all of our videos. Let's go pull out that footage where a customer talks about the software and how they use it, call it behind the stories. And and so that's how we survived for like seven months. And we actually got great Feedback on those stories as well. So there is are well, straight straight out, balance, right?
0: Because you still had some product-centric content and then you had some story and human-centric content. And then the board together. could see, okay, yes, they're telling our story and they're connecting to our, our product without bastardizing or ruining, let's say, the story, right? Exactly. So like now you're blending those two. Now it is sour and sass, Masha.
1: Again. Wait, Again. I have one slice of lemon. <laughs> Wait, well, can I have
0: one lemon? Oh, no, yeah. Are you are
1: you eating the same thing?
0: It's a different flavor.
1: Wait, I gotta, I gotta ask you. What is your yeah. favorite one out of all of those? And also, aren't you like just numb because you like eat these things every week, right? On all your, I hate them.
0: I hate them. I'm being dead serious. I don't like any of them. I don't have a favorite. I, I despise all of them. The second one's always worse than the first. You, why do you? This is your. Isn't this like your show? Can't you change? It's my hey, company. I have the whole thing. Yeah, huh? I still do it. No, nah. well, yeah. okay. I have a partner, but he doesn't. He doesn't make me candy. <laughs>
1: No. Wait, so wait hold on i gotta ask would you ever change it to something else like i don't know like eating like chocolate or or like weird sushi or like weird you know like i don't know chinese food or something like that
0: i never thought about making it something i liked ironically really I just wanted something that sounded good with the word sass and was shocking
1: Ah, but I love that. By the way, super cute. I love your uh, your whole branding of this thing. It's very, uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's very
0: cool. <laughs> I'm so sour right now. This is great. You just interview me and I'll eat the candy. I just,
1: and I watch you suffer. Oh. Have you ever had a guest like spit out the candy?
0: Oh uh, yes, I have actually. Yes. Are you I serious? Have. have you ever yeah, done no. it? Do you oh yeah. It? yeah, I do it. it. Just for everybody watching, if you ever see me like one of these ones, that's the candy is gone. But now, for everyone, as we're closing up everything, I think I've learned a lot about what it takes to keep the pace. When the pandemic hit and you couldn't do any more live action, mm-hmm. that's a tough situation, right? So you all to pivot and adjust. We're not out of this situation yet, though, and you probably can't just do behind the stories till you die. So, what's next for all Where are you taking this next? What can we do for all of us who want to tell stories? but feel like we're stuck in COVID. What have you learned over this period and kind of what's next for Altium Stories and what you want to push?
1: Yeah. So we were actually able to film uh, in the last few months in a few places, you know, with socially distanced with masks, something like we did the kids edition, right? That was filmed inside our offices. And it was, you know, kids would come in and we would set up the filming just completely safe and, you know, isolated, things like that. So <clears throat> I think things are opening up enough for us to go travel and yeah. film. I think we learned during COVID is that, so during one of the things that I noticed a huge increase in is spam. I don't know, like if you, I'm sure as a CEO, you get spammed, right? And I despise it. Like, honestly, your, the email from your staff came to me on LinkedIn. It's like the only one I answered in the last, I don't know, three years on LinkedIn. That was
0: really, wow.
1: They did an awesome job. (laughs) But I mean, I get like five of them a day and I am so mad. I block everybody. I send everybody to, I report all to LinkedIn. Like I, I don't, do I, no, seriously, I, I can't because it's like, it's just so much, again, vomit. of The
0: this. engineering side of you, I love it. There's the marketer and then there's the engineer. The engineer is like, what is all this marketing? And then the marketer is like, hey guys.
1: No, I get like, see, your team did a good job. Like this is still marketing for your company, right? But it was something that brings value to me as well. But it was like, can I have five minutes of your time to explain how our solution is going to help you? No. How about like $1,000? I should start replying to people. Be like, yeah, five minutes, 1000 bucks. Send me a check and then we'll you know,
0: schedule something. <laughs> no, I love that though. And it, it highlights, I think, the importance of your offer, right? And so when you do these videos, is there a call to action? Is there an offer that you're focusing on? people into, or are you just ending it kind of like with a good feeling of the story?
1: So there is the brand, there is the all team logo. That's the main thing is that the all team logo and then people, and then obviously in the information of the YouTube videos, there's a link to our um, social media and to our website. So people, you know, so there is a direction if you want to learn more. And, and a lot of people do, they come to the videos and they're like, you know, what is this? This is cool. Who is producing it? And then they want to learn more. So the, it was very important for me not to make this like uh, a pitch. It was more of a, so I prefer to market it with a pull instead of a push. Instead of shoving oh, nice. things in yeah. and hoping somebody will just, you know, catch on. I would prefer yeah. to create a pull, pull when people come to you asking for more, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and so it's hard to do. And so it was very important for me for the all-team stories not to shove.
0: Not for
1: uh, like click this button, you know, become a winner type of thing. Um, right. it was really a brand campaign. And and that, that was one of the goals is people didn't know what Altium was. We the kind of, the people who use the software knew, but their managers lots of times didn't know, you know, VPs didn't know. Um, our ecosystem wasn't really aware of Altium as a company that makes awesome software that really like powers a lot of powerful technology. And so the world, well, yeah, a brand campaign. And as far as like what we learned during pandemic is it's just a lot, there is a lot of, just junk out there and I don't wanna do junk and you don't have to do junk. You can actually, if you really hone in on quality and how do you make something better, surround yourself with people who know what they're doing, who've done that in the past, who are creative and give them space to create too. You know, like creatives really, really need a safe space to be able to just shut off and create. Well, be
0: bold and to do something different. And I think you've proven that if you do something bold and do something different, especially in a highly technical industry, it can drive incredible, brand value, and increased revenue. And so with that, Masha, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, If anybody wants to follow along your journey, how can they do so?
1: Uh, The all-team stories are my personal journey.
0: (laughs) All-team stories, don't subscribe on YouTube if you want to learn about this stuff. And if you want to follow uh, LinkedIn and Twitter, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, LinkedIn and Twitter. LinkedIn, um, I think it's at Masha V Petrova on LinkedIn. It's probably the best place to find, find me. Awesome. Yeah, awesome.
0: cool. This was so awesome. much fun. Well, thank you for being on the show. We had a great time. And uh, that's you. our class, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Bye.